They say laughter's the best medicine, but go to the ER. I can see your bone. <laughs> Welcome to Dialing In with Drew Hayes, a dialysis podcast. We talk about what's ailing us, and then we make jokes about it. Because you have to laugh at yourself, especially when you're me. Welcome to Dialing In with Drew Hayes. This is episode two of the podcast, and I'm so happy to have my dear friend and ex-boss and current co-worker, and uh, behemoth of a man, Chris Biggs. He uh, works at the radio station with me. You might recognize him from the Biggs and Bar morning show, or you might recognize him from the Nerd Play show. Nerd Play Radio was a, a show that I did for a number of years. I was the producer and co-host of the show. It was my start in radio, and it's all thanks to this man, Chris Biggs. So he was more than happy to come out and watch me do a dialysis treatment and have a conversation about his ailing body and his son, Tyson, who is pretty severely autistic, but still a great little kid. He's a handsome little devil. He's excited. He loves life. And Chris loves that kid more than anything. So it was a huge honor to talk to him about Tyson and about their lives. So I hope you enjoy episode two of Dialing In with Drew Hayes. Thanks for coming out. Oh, no problem. I'm uh, I'm here with Chris Biggs of the Biggs and Bar Morning Show and ex-host of Nerd Play, which is yeah. where I got my on-air radio start. The glory days. Yeah, those yeah. were the days. Yeah, <laughs> you're the you're the reason I'm I'm here oh, right now. Shut up. Yeah, he caused my renal failure. And that's <laughs> why I'm on dialysis again. Yeah. yeah. I thought you were gonna give me credit for radio. Nope, nope, nope. I'm blaming you for all my issues in life. Yeah. Failing organs. Yep, yeah, yep. He uh, he forced me to do heroin, and <laughs> it was just a really, really rough uh, time of my life. Regular way, I just injected it directly into his kidney. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a he's a very bad person. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. He uh, he started hosting a show on the on the talk station that is affiliated with Hits FM six ten CKTB, and asked me to be producer and co-host, which yeah. led to me eventually doing on air on Hits FM with Chris. Yeah. No, you. Uh, I mean. You knew your stuff when it came to nerd topics. It's true. No doubt. Uh, you're a likable guy. Thank you. That's uh, the nicest thing you've ever said to me. Well, you know. Likeable. It's hard to be mean to you when you're hooked up to that machine. It's true. That'd be um, really mean if you That's a bad time to, <laughs> to bully me. Uh, you know, and uh, you had some expertise I didn't, clearly. Yeah. Like, you can remember people's names. Yeah, that's I'm true. That was pretty much my entire job, was yeah. reminding you of Jeff Goldblum's name. Yeah. Who's the guy from Jurassic Park? <laughs> uh, Jeff Goldblum, yeah. Chris. <laughs> like, I've seen everything there is to see. I just don't ever remember names. Yeah. But, uh, you know, you know, you're... And then edit out all the times you accidentally start out with Southern Ontario's yeah. best rock. Yeah, there's that too. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, pretty uh, much. Uh, yeah, so that that was a, a fun time in my life. That uh, Shame we couldn't make any money off it. Anyway. Yeah, I know. We really tried. People don't want to buy talk shows anymore. Well, yeah, and it's a very niche market. And the um, all the people that did want to advertise with us are like mom and pop comic book shops yep. and game shops. And they just don't have the kind of budget to... So you know, we did we did the best we could. We got a good run. Yeah, but, we did. Uh, we did almost two years. Yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it was fun. It was really fun. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Well, thank you for 
involving me in that. Anytime, brother. Anytime. So do you got an opening on nope. Biggs and Bar anytime? Well, that's not my decision. I don't, no, I, I, no. I don't own that show, unfortunately. I'll continue to Bell slowly does. poison Jamie at work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. Well, we're here to talk about a, a couple of things today. Sure. Uh, you're, you're a good guest because you, you deal with uh, health issues and someone you care about. Right. And your own body is also falling apart. Yeah, my body sucks. Yep. I mean, not as much as your body sucks. No, no, it's true. Your uh, kidneys work. None of my things are life-threatening yet. No. But uh, they're annoying, if that counts. Just a series of things that make you hurt every uh, morning. Yeah, minor irritants yeah. that <laughs> constantly build up. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Are, you, are you still dealing with uh, is it gout? Yeah. yeah. Gout? Well, that's kind of like a lifetime yeah, thing. Yeah, that's it's, never going to uh, go away. Well, for me, it's not a diet issue. If you don't know what gout is, again, please don't think that I'm comparing any of this to <laughs> any of the real uh, issues that you've had on this podcast. But uh, you have your uric acid levels are too high in your blood, um, usually caused by diet, like red meat and alcohol and stuff, um, which causes crystals to form in your blood. And then they gather around your joints or form in your kidneys and uh, and cause immense. It's like having glass injected into your joints. Ouch. Um, for me, it's not a diet thing. It's just a, my chemical balance. So I will always have to watch what I eat and uh, stay hydrated constantly. I pee a lot. And then just limp every once in a while. Yeah, and then every now and again <laughs> you limp for a few days and take some pills and you're okay. So it's really not that big a deal, but it's, you know. Now, is, don't don't you wish sometimes that uh, that your your adopted father was your blood father given the fact that he's like ancient and in better health than you at this point yeah he's got some stuff too yeah uh but yeah he, but he's a small man right yeah. so small men don't have usually have less health problems than big dudes yeah. for some reason it's like big dogs right they yeah. so uh but yeah he's he's but his family's plagued with uh heart disease he's the only one of seven siblings how old is to he not have any oh boy 75 and you guys just went skiing yeah like a no, couple he's still weeks active ago. like he's still doing he skis really slow yeah um i spent a lot of time waiting on the side of the mountain but uh but yeah no he's still going i mean yeah. he's kicking along we'll we'll get a call one day from a ski hill saying he's dead on the side of a mountain that's how it'll end that's, but, that's uh, what you're just waiting on that call oh yeah for sure but hey it's not really any he's just doing what he loves doing yeah your blood is really red is it? Is it more red than normal? I don't know. It, I'm shocking how red it is for some reason. I don't know. I, 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 I've, I don't think there's anything with the blood. Like it's not diluted or anything right. like that. So it. it so that. So what are we looking at? Like what? Where the blood I can see is. Sorry. There, to no get problem. Off track I, of my nonsense. Well, this is actually the first episode we've done where I'm actually on the machine. So oh, okay. it's nice Sweet. to actually discuss it a bit. Yeah, yeah. Um, I have two needles in my arm. Yep. Um. It draws from one and runs it through this filter, okay. which is basically like tiny little threads in that tube, okay. and the blood goes through that, and the toxins and like the bad things from your blood that your kidneys filter out right. get stuck in those bristles, okay. and then the blood comes out and keeps pumping through the Into rest the of the machine. machine. And then, and then back into you. Back into me. Right. Yeah. Does it add anything to your blood? Like um, superpowers or No, there's uh there's certain meds and stuff that right. I take like an IV where okay. I just like inject it in, yeah, yeah. into there. Um and then And you do this all yourself. Yeah. And then right here it's adding heparin just so the machine doesn't clot, which is right. like a blood thinner. Yeah. Um, but it's adding it super slowly. 
So yeah, I don't know. It's my I don't know if my blood is just uh, darker than usual. I don't know. It's it's not the color. It's like it's red. I mean, I know blood's red. I've seen a movie, yeah. but uh, I don't know. It just looks Some, sometimes it's green. Yeah, maybe it's thicker than I expected. Maybe I don't know. Maybe it's just weird seeing that much blood outside of the body and not, not being in, in an puddle. emergency yeah, situation yeah. or splatter all over his shirt or yeah, something. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. All right. Sorry. No, it's it's no problem. That's that's the color of my blood. There, it though. is. It's big. Yeah. It's, it's very it's annoying. Called the Gambro. Do you just call it your bro? Yeah, What's it's up, my bro? it's my Gambro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's the the brand that makes it, yeah. which I don't think I've ever even noticed that oh, before. No, you didn't. No. No, Sorry. you just picked up on the word bro and went with well, it. Well, I was like, I mean, it's. Uh, keeps you alive right it's, it's gotta true. be your bro he's my bro yeah my bro that i push back into the closet and hide <laughs> away from the world when i'm not using him <laughs> yeah no it's not a friend you're proud of no right? no, it's... no it's just like but that guy that's there for you when you need him but yeah. otherwise he's kind of ugly and irritating yeah yeah the bro that i push into the closet <laughs> sounds like my secret gay lover and just like <laughs> hide from the world push him in there when i'm not using him uh, hey i don't judge I mean, <laughs> it's, there's a lot of valves on that machine i don't know what they all do so yeah me neither <laughs> I don't know what most of these things yeah. do. Like, there's chemicals attached to it that uh, they don't actually go into my blood, but I don't know what they do. Mm. Yeah. There's what's like that white? There. Yeah, what's that? I have thing? no idea. It's sodium hydrogen carbonate. That's what, is what that? it, it says. A bunch of science. NaHCO3 for single use only. Yeah. yeah Looks that's like a milkshake. Is, do you drink it after? No. Like, you're, <laughs> to get your blood I feel sugar like it's incredibly after. toxic. <laughs> <laughs> also right. made by Gambro. He's yeah, a yeah. mini bro. Yeah. Yeah. That's your. Milk bro. Yeah. Um, I also have really big ones like that for when I do it overnight because I go on the machine longer. And right. Then it, and then it lasts longer. Uh, okay. Yeah. Those ones are big and clunky and take hey. up a lot of space. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so the anything else going on with you and your health my, lately? My body? Yeah. Um, I had a wisdom tooth pulled. That's pretty pretty boring. Yeah. Hurt like a son bitch. Yeah. I but never I mean, had that. Yeah, it's weird because I had the two top ones yanked like a few weeks or a few years ago, sorry, and it it was nothing. But this bottom one it took him like an hour. Like the dentist was literally sitting on my chest trying to pull it out of me. And I guess the amount of damage they did trying to get it out, it's been uh, it's been a little irritating, Drew. Yeah. Um, was that what else? Did, did anybody I? believe your Facebook post that you did that was cl- like obviously Clearly a Photoshop. filter? <laughs> no, no. Well, they, I mean, they. I, I think I don't know if they knew I was actually did get one pulled, but that was yeah. clearly an over exaggeration of the, that's how I felt. Did you get any jerks that like tried to get mad at you like you were pretend like pretending it was real? You know, I was like, it's no. clearly fake. Yeah, no, I got one guy that said, "Oh, nice Photoshop job." Yeah, obviously, <laughs> like, my jaw is four feet from my face. I mean, <laughs> it's not a goiter; it was just a a wisdom tooth. Uh, passed a couple gout stones. A month ago, I was Where fun. do those pass from? Your kidneys. They form in your kidneys, and, and they pass like a regular kidney stone. Ow. Um, but they're they're like a, they're formed from the gout, gout crystals, not from protein, which is what kidney stones are, if I believe that's correct. But uh, so that sucked. When I was in uh, school, probably grade six or seven, uh, a teacher at my school passed a kidney stone during the school day. Oh wow! In the bathroom. Oh, the boss. He was loud. Like yeah. well, <laughs> he, he yeah. was yelling, and yeah. everyone was in the hallways wondering why the teacher was in the bathroom screaming <laughs> in pain. It was yeah. a concerning day for us. I only had one that ever hospitalized me. Uh, it was unbelievable. Do they? Uh, can they like do that sonic boom thing like they do with particularly really, big kidney it's stones? Different, it's a different. Um, 
baking soda. Apparently, I was drinking a lot of baking soda because apparently it dissolves it. That sounds gross. It's a different. It can help dissolve it. That's like one of those home remedies where doctors say we don't know, but I mean, I did it anyways. But no, they morphine me because I was in so much pain. I'm allergic to morphine. Well, you're missing out, man. Yeah. Morphine is fantastic. It makes me hallucinate. Oh a wow! Lot. Yeah, that's even better. Why yeah. Well, you? it doesn't. It's not good hallucinations. Okay, all right. And, it's like uh, demons rising yeah, from the pretty floor. Pretty much. It's like okay. my own personal hell in a hospital room. Yeah. And instead of calming me down like it's supposed to, it has an opposite effect uh, and just makes me go insane. It was the greatest moment of my life. Like, yeah. I've never, I can really understand how people can get addicted to it because uh, I went from thriving agony, like, unbelievable, like pain like I've never felt, to wanting to make love to everyone like it was the nicest warmest hug <laughs> i've ever received instantly like yeah. morphine is fantastic like it huh. really is fantastic but well, i'm sad i'm missing out yeah it's uh, uh, probably w- addictive or something when i was in the hospital after my my first transplant when my my mom donated me donated me the mm-hmm. kidney uh she was in a different room and she was trying to avoid using the painkillers as much as she could right and because they give you the the pump where you control your morphine oh okay and uh, she was avoiding using it, and then the uh, the the worker that comes through and like helps you get back up and walk around, and like the um, not what's the word I'm looking for, not like a like a physical therapist. Yeah. Um, she says, "Oh, I'm going to be there. Come back in about ten minutes to like let you walk around." She's like, yeah. "Oh, well, I better pump some morphine in to so that I'm not in pain when I'm walking the hallways." And she did like two pumps in a row and just knocked herself out and <laughs> and then the physical therapist had to come back a different day because <laughs> my mom took too much morphine all at once after not taking any at all for I a couple think days. It was an accident. No, it's just true. It's so light nice. It's she so has to deal with me my entire life. I'm surprised morphine's the only drug she's turned to. Yeah. <laughs> uh yeah, I mean that's really I mean besides getting old and yep. you know joints hurting and Stuff like that. I mean, that's it. Yeah. I mean, pretty pretty decent so far, with the uh, all the tests I've taken to find out, you know, what was causing gout and all these other things. I'm pretty clear. It looks like for most other at least signs of anything major because they check me for basically everything. So, no STDs. That's good. That's good. That's a good. I don't know how that happened, but that's good. <laughs> uh, and uh, you know, whatever. Just I'm I'm pretty good, man. All right. Well, let's. Talk about the, uh, the 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 more interesting sure health issue in your life, which right. isn't yours. It's your your yeah. son Tyson. Yeah, who is uh, autis- autistic. Yeah, uh, pretty severe case. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah they, I mean, it's uh, the spectrum is you know so diverse that like he's when we when you hear the term severe autism, you always think of some glazed over child you know in the corner not Mm -hmm. not engaging with anyone angry raging all the time and he's none of those things but he is uh, nonverbal. he doesn't talk he makes a lot of noises yeah but he doesn't talk um and his um development is obviously pretty delayed because of the lack of communication but he's uh we're lucky that he's a pretty happy kid pretty sweet kid very loving Mm -hmm. loves people Mm -hmm. um which is probably the the luckiest, you know, if you're going to have one trait on the autism spectrum that you would not want, I think it's the fact that he is, you know, is, is loving. That is, makes it a lot easier for us, you know, see some of these other kids that don't connect with their parents, yeah. don't connect with anyone. I mean, that's got to be really hard for everybody, but we're lucky. Like he, I'm his best friend and he's, uh, he loves when he sees me and he's happy and, um, mm-hmm. we have a lot of fun together. So yeah, you're, you're, you're fun to follow on Instagram because of him. 
Yeah, like just I mean, taking pictures of no, I mean, but he's interesting. Yeah, he's hilarious. Yeah, uh, he's uh, he's a little stud too. Yeah, he's a pretty handsome kid. Yeah. I mean, he's, yeah, he's a good-looking kid, and uh, ladies like him because he doesn't talk. <laughs> and, Perfect uh, man. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and uh, yeah, and you know, we we uh, you know do whatever. Like, he's really the only thing that matters yeah. in my existence. So I'll do everything I can to improve his life and give him as much opportunity and experiences as, as he can handle you know i'm gonna choose to ignore that you just basically said that i don't matter to you but uh well, i mean you do <laughs> but, but if it's if you want to if it was like you have one thing one human being to save on this planet mm-hmm. uh i'd obviously pick my kid sorry yeah, drew i mean okay. I, had to, I had to put my own child above you that's okay i'll get over it <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah that's the choice i'm sure i'm like eight or ninth on that list yeah, probably. I mean, I don't really <laughs> like a lot of people, so I mean, I don't dislike a lot of people either, though. Like, I'm not, I don't, I don't hate on people. I just, if you don't, if I don't enjoy your company and you don't benefit my life, or then why would I? Why would I bother? <laughs> it's, it's pretty, pretty good way <laughs> pretty to live your life. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Description, I think, yeah. Uh, so what's the? I wanted to talk about his, yeah. uh, the the coverage for his schooling okay. and everything because that that happened a couple of years ago i know but it's still ongoing it's still the case yeah right? the way it works in niagara every region's different but the way it works in niagara because uh, when we started we were in vaughn when we first got him diagnosed and so you know it takes about a year to get a kid diagnosed with the waiting list for that and then we noticed pretty early that he was you know not your typical kid and um so you get him diagnosed and then they I'm not sure how the early stages are in Niagara, but in Vaughn, then you go on what they call the early intervention list. And they, because the earlier you get to kids with autism and the earlier you start implementing some of the therapies and stuff like that, obviously the better the outcome will be long term. So they throw somebody at you. Like, here's here's someone to come into your house like once a week, tell you, tell you, teach you how to work with your kid and how to connect with your kid or teach them skills or whatever um, while you wait to get government-funded therapy now in vaughn the wait was four years four years so you know this all this early intervention yeah is, is nonsense at that you're point not, it's too late yeah well it's not too late it's but just it's but it's just it's just you know you have four years wasted in their key development years so um and then my job changed and i came out to niagara and the wait list here was two years so we got him in at about Five years old. By the time they all the process was done. So Tyson was two or three when you moved to Niagara. Yeah, he was about well, yeah, probably three, three, three or four. Yeah, somewhere in there, three and a half maybe. And uh, so, and then they start what they call IBI, which is intensive behavioral intervention. So it's uh, supposed to be forty hours a week of therapeutic learning. So breaking down steps, teaching them the basics of life skills or school skills or whatever they feel they need to focus on um well but they only offer 25 hours a week because that's there's no money it's it's not their fault it's not the people involved's fault but there's no money and then they have a very strict learning curve for the kids to continue to receive Mm -hmm. government funded therapy so um if your kid isn't learning at a certain rate or improving in certain skills at a certain rate uh after a year they cut you off of therapy now that sounds terrible. You think the kids that need the help the most yeah, should get the exactly. most therapy. Yeah. But they have to show that their stuff is working, that what they're doing is, is, is you know, a value and that the problem is there's not enough money. So if the kids excel too quickly, they kick them out. Like if they're too receptive, if they're they like, okay, this kid much, will be fine. Yeah. 
And if the kids don't excel enough, they're like, well, we're wasting our time, which I didn't agree with at all. Obviously, it's my son. Mm-hmm. But um, so because he's nonverbal, I don't think a, a nonverbal kid's ever gotten through because they're just not improving in the skills in some of the skill categories they need. He was improving, just not fast enough. Yeah. So, um, you know, you, so you get a, a you get a year and then you get like a six month discharge period and, and then they give you in home for like. So it's like we got two years worth, basically, not even um, of funded help. Um, and the therapy is not cheap. I mean, if you were to do 20 to 30 hours a week, you're looking at about 30 grand a year. So, you know, most families can't come anywhere near adding another 30 grand yeah. in bills. And you can write some of it off and you can claim some of it. But I mean, it's still quite the impact on the family. So it, it was really frustrating. But um, the people that work with them are fantastic. And uh, I'm not putting any blame on them. It's just there's not enough money. Mm-hmm. So they got to only take the kids that are doing really well. So how long has he been out of therapy now? four years four years is it uh are you still seeing any improvement or yeah no we're yeah. still doing therapy at home yeah i mean um which is the reason i do the, the concert every year and some other yep. things but uh he's uh you know we can't afford anywhere near that am- amount of hours we do maybe 12 hours a week um he has made some some great gains uh in some categories like his receptive language is amazing he understands way more than he used to um his behavioral has been really good um we're not really focusing on school skills anymore because i don't think he's ever going to be a great scholar i mean he might surprise us but um you know i'm more worried about functionality like life functioning skills like dressing yourself yeah uh, bathing yourself you know using the bathroom properly eating properly you know household chores stuff like that so you know if he wants to do or can do some sort of job down the road he'll have the you know the skills to be able to manage to go to a job Mm -hmm. you know do the job get home how old is he now he's nine nine uh no i have uh uh well i guess we have a a mutual friend that has two autistic children uh the the owner of the the geekery and her children uh were nonverbal right for a long time and started talking in like their later years like i think even one of them might have been preteen like 13 14 when he started talking is there still a chance of that with Uh, yeah no i always have hope with him i mean it's really hard for him like he can mimic some mouth movements and some but there's something disconnected between the part of his brain that wants to use language and then actually be able to get that down through his head Mm. and out his mouth Mm -hmm. like it's just not um he uses an ipad a little bit to talk um but even that he's not he's not he doesn't like doing it. Um, but the thing with my son, the reason why I still have hope with my son is because he's so social. Mm-hmm. Like he really loves people. Yeah. And he likes being around people. And most of the autistic kids that don't learn how to talk is because they don't need to talk. They don't want to talk. Don't care. They don't care. They, they have no yeah. interest in, in other human beings. Yeah. Uh, functioning in, in the physical world of people is just way too difficult for them. So why would the, why it's not a, uh, why would they care? Yeah, you know. Whereas my son really likes people, so mm. it's like he wants to talk, he just can't. Yeah, or he, yeah, he gets really. Like, the only times he gets frustrated is, and angry is when he can't communicate mm-hmm. his needs, and I have to just keep guessing until we get it right, you know. But um, I that's why I'm like, you know, maybe one day he'll just, oh, you know, I'm really gonna work on this, or it'll click, or something, you know what I mean? And he'll just because he wants to, he wants to interact, he wants to play, and he wants to you know hang out so yeah. there that's where i hope that you know something will eventually just kind of kick in so what does he do 
for fun like when i when i see your pictures and videos it's always like hiking and just running staying active so he's not the kind of kid that will sit in front of a tv ever play with a does he play toys does he Uh, he plays with some stuff mostly fidget toys i mean stuff that he's really active like Mm -hmm. overactive so it's uh it's about movement for him and uh physical engagement um and uh he'll watch the occasional cartoon but very half-assed yeah and very not really he used to watch a lot of tv when he was really young but he just i don't know doesn't doesn't like it anymore video games are, are kind of beyond his comprehension at this point mm-hmm. um he likes he likes being active with other kids and playing simple games and sports i mm-hmm. mean stuff where the rules aren't really that complicated um he does he loves swimming we do a lot of swimming he likes wrestling with dad he's getting a little big for that he's gonna <laughs> he's gonna start, start beating start you to throttle me but um <laughs> Well, you know, I mean, he's just an active kid. He likes being out on the go. He likes seeing new things. Like we, uh, he loves the aquariums and, mm-hmm. um, you know, anything kind of visual and and uh, you know stimulating to him. He, he enjoys. That's the toughest part for us, man. Is finding ways to keep him busy. Yeah. Um, and and entertained. There's know? a there's a radio guy in California. Uh, I believe he works for K Rock. Okay. And uh, he has an autistic daughter, I believe. And he says that she is obsessed with Finding Nemo. Right. And she won't watch any other movie. Right. But you put Finding Nemo on, and yeah. she won't look away. So he's really sick of that movie. Yeah. But he. Uh, we haven't found his Finding Nemo. No. Yet. I no. Mean, we really haven't. Um, aside from swimming, and even that, the situation has to be perfect. Like the pool yeah. can't be too busy or too loud or too, you know, because the sensory stuff yeah. really bothers him. But do you um, have a pool at home? No, no, mm. no. I live in a townhouse. But. Uh, but yeah, we're looking for his Nemo. No, there's mm-hmm. no doubt. I mean, I'd, I'd love for him to lock onto something that I knew he really liked, yeah. and we could we could engage in. I mean, um, well, a lot of that's that's a a thing for autistic kids, right? Is that when they lock, like when they find something, they most yeah, most of them that's why you get a lot of like prodigies and oh yeah, and like oh no, yeah, there's, yeah, yeah. There's definite uh, like an obsession with detail and and focus with a lot of them. Uh, there's a kid Evan that. Um, is in Beamsville. He does a big bike ride every year, and he's like a huge movie guy. That guy can quote anything mm-hmm. from any movie. And he, he, you know, he's an older. He's like twenty, nineteen or twenty now. But he's um, that's his jam. Like that's what he he loves doing. Like him mm-hmm. and his dad are always fighting over. Okay, we gotta do some other stuff before you can watch a movie again. <laughs> and um, yeah, you know, sometimes I wish my kid would watch a movie. Yeah, just so I could sit down. Yeah. for an hour and a half. Really. <laughs> But uh, but hey, it is what it is, you know. That's how I babysit my sister's kids. Which yeah. movie do you want to watch so <laughs> yeah. that I don't have yeah. to do anything? It's uh, it's it's a uh, you know, it's great because it keeps me active and moving. But I mean, that you you know, parents that have kids that will give you that downtime appreciate that, man. Must be really hard during those gout flare-ups when you can't. Yeah, walk. or when the back goes out, yeah. or you know, or if there's a snowstorm and we got to try and keep busy in the house. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely uh, those are the challenges we have. Uh, I I used to work with a girl that uh, was working part time in a in a home with special needs kids, mm. and she said she had an autistic kid there, and she's working with all the kids, and she noticed he was missing for like 20, 30 minutes. Yeah. So she went and found him in the kitchen, and his thing was recipes. He was right. like obsessed with reading yeah. recipes and yeah. cooking, yeah. and he had made every single box of pudding in the house. <laughs> he just like went to the kitchen and just made all the pudding. <laughs> Which, yeah, how could you not love that? Yeah, story? yeah. Like I know, look, I'm not, every autistic kid's different. Uh, every parent's experience is different. Some of them are really hard uh, to live with and, you know, very angry and very frustrated and, and very 
um, disconnected. That's how they're always portrayed in TV. That's the that's the problem. I mean, but that's that's one terrorist. I mean, yeah, yeah, and it's not it's not the case. Um, but uh, there's so much joy in the the weirdness of my kid. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. We're all weird. You know, nobody's. Uh, but just the the way he approaches the world sometimes, and the things he does, and the they're just not caring the freedom of not caring about mm-hmm. what anyone thinks about what you're doing can be so entertaining yeah, and so sure. heartwarming and so inspiring sometimes mm-hmm. that i mean you gotta you gotta approach it that way or or you're just if you're just focusing on the hard stuff i mean there's some parents that are just so mad at the world for giving them a kid that's not typical and mm-hmm. it's just it's what a what a what a sad way to approach it you know yeah. what i mean so but whatever you see they're adding uh an autistic puppet to Sesame Street. I saw the headline on it. Yeah, I didn't really read into it. But uh, we, I uh, produce on the talk station where we did Nerd Play on the weekends, and uh, one of the shows we do is sixty minutes, and they yeah. did a whole segment on it. Was about this weekend. Was about the autistic puppet, puppet. and uh, apparently, like the intro, they had uh, not only is the puppeteer an autistic. Oh wow! Um, but they had um, experts and doctors yeah. working to f- try to figure out exactly which. Uh, symptoms to go with which right, yeah, characteristics what, what to present and stuff yeah because um, they're so, so they're so different yeah uh, apparently one of the one of the big things is like when sh- when she's introduced she's gonna have problems shaking big bird's hand and kind of touch stuff yeah, yeah, yeah like a lot of the touch and the social awkwardness yeah that'll be interesting to see yeah it's uh that's the toughest thing or one of the toughest things with treating autism is that every kid's so different that yeah you know it's you know and there's so the like the spectrum's so big, and they say like one in sixty something kids yeah. or something at, at this some point level. Is, you is know, on I, the, spectrum. the stats are. I can be one to tell you the stats are pushed a little, but I yeah. mean it's uh, well just because the spectrum. Like even a socially awkward kid, they can label high functioning autism. You know what yeah. I mean? Because the, it's the same categories. You know, but it's just you know, and I'm not saying those kids shouldn't be categorized that way. But I'm, you know, with some basic help, most of them can kind of function and. and yeah, uh, I'm not playing them down any less than the more severe kids. It's just, it's just so wide now. You know what I mean? Yeah. The, the, um, is is Asperger's the same thing, or like Asperger's is kind of yeah. It's it's considered on the spectrum. It's verbal high functioning autism is, would be the simple way to describe it. Mm-hmm. Um, they have more social kind of. You know, of the three categories that they consider, autism kind of falls under social. Um, communication and self-stimulation. Um, it's the you know, they're they're a lot of their stuff is just social. Yeah. Um, and how to read people and and how to how to read social situations and act appropriately and mm-hmm. like their communication is usually extremely high. Their intelligence is usually extremely high and and uh, they don't usually do a lot of self-stimulating stuff. So, um, but yeah, it's it's on it's on the spectrum. Yeah. 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 Well, you, there's so many. Like, I actually know quite a few young adults that are on the spectrum yeah. and completely you wouldn't even really know yeah. it to no, talk to yeah, them. You can be very, you know. a lot of the staff at the geekery yeah like they because they're a obviously autism friendly place with her children um but they've they've hired people in the past that are the, and there's people hanging out there all the time and it's and you wouldn't even know yeah. most of the time yeah yeah no it's uh you know what i mean like a lot of high-functioning autistic kids were never diagnosed and just kind of learned to deal and cope, yeah. you know. Um, How long ago would that diagnosis have even come around? No idea. Yeah? It's no idea. It's been around I for mean, they used to just label the severe, severe kids yeah. with it, you know. So 
um, with the spectrum being kind of identified and widened and and you know I, I don't I don't know the history of it I mm. don't really like to focus on a lot of parents are, are very into the cause or I'm into my kid yeah you know like I know enough about the cause and I help when I can and I do things like my concert and and I do stuff for Autism Ontario and for Evan and like some other kids but I mean I'm more interested in my kid yeah he's like he's he's what I'm at what matters to me you know and what I'm going to work on and what I can do for him do you get a lot of people trying to argue the whole anti-vax thing with you a lot or yeah but it's been clearly disproven yeah so I mean that, it's it's one of those completely infuriating things that shouldn't be an argument anymore and no, still is it's like the world is flat I mean yeah if it's if it's not real then why bother you know I mean I, I have no idea why the rates have increased aside from them you know widening the spectrum and paying more attention and catching more kids yeah um i'm sure there's some environmental factors and you know the the amount of research that's now being done compared to what was being done like 20 years ago i mean i'm sure we'll hopefully get some good answers in our lifetime but uh i mean none of that all that's bigger than me man like yeah it's way bigger than me and, and i don't want to waste my energy on it to be honest uh, i'm glad there are people that do that because yeah. it needs to be done but that's just not how i'm choosing to I'm putting my energy into my kid. That's there was uh, an anti-vaxxer on Coast to Coast once, which is a, the fact that they're on Coast to Coast exactly. with, the, with the Bigfoot hunters and alien yeah. abductees. And the worst on-air host ever. Yeah, he's George pretty bad. God, yeah. he's bad. Yeah. Uh, well, he, this guy said that uh, he, he vaccinated his first child, and the kid ended up autistic. And then he vaccinated his second child anyways, it started showing signs of autism, so his doctor told him to give up gluten. He stopped feeding his child gluten, and it cured his autism. And this was an adult man arguing this point on the radio. Well, there are things that can help. I mean, like, if your child, if you're autistic kid, like the whole gluten argument. Excuse me. Bless I'm you. allergic to your failing kidney. The no. whole, uh, <laughs> the whole uh, gluten argument, like, nothing's going to cure your, your child of autism. Your yeah. child's always going to have autism. Yeah. I mean, there are things that can help. Like, there's therapies that work. Some dietary, like, some, like, we don't give my son gluten because he's got a bad gut, and gluten gives him pain, which causes him to act out. Yeah. And so, I mean, that's so that's why we remove gluten. It's, uh, you know, and that's why his mood improves, because he's not in pain. You know what I mean? Because it's good. But that's the reason. It's not, you know, gluten's not going to cure autism so or lack of gluten is not going to cure autism but but do whatever works for your kid i mean yeah. who knows but yeah no the the vaccination stuff uh, if there was any research to show it then sure get angry about it let's fix it but yeah. i mean that, that study was clearly false and there's been a million studies done since and you know there's no government conspiracy to give kids autism no. it cost them way more money in the long yeah. run so i mean it's You're probably right at the fact that they've just opened up the spectrum more, so that's why there's more kids. It's not that is one of the reasons. Yeah, uh, they're identifying them earlier, um, and like I said, kids that would have normally just been considered socially awkward or, or behavioral kids are, are now classified, uh, you know, yeah. with autism. So I don't think that's the only reason. They're, they're definitely the numbers are increasing. I'm not trying to play that down, but I mean. The levels that we see the numbers increasing are, I think, because of that. Your uh, your son and I share one dietary thing in common, which is our love for fast food French fries. He would eat French fries all day, every day. That's He's getting picky about which French fries. Though. Oh, really? It used to just be anyone. Yeah. Now it's got to be Wendy's, uh, New York fries, any like the thick cut kind of. Yeah. Uh, you know, those are that's his jam right now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, McDonald's no longer accept. Really? Because it world. used to be almost 
Oh, that's all, all he ate, ate was McDonald's, yeah. but he, I think he just got sick of them. Yeah. Um, his diet's opened up quite a bit. I mean, we're we're trying a lot of new stuff with him, and he's going for it, which is good because he was good. so picky there. Yeah. If it wasn't beige and crunchy, he wasn't eating it for a long <laughs> time. So it's nice. My 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 issue is when I'm not feeling great and I don't have an appetite. Right. And I know I'm supposed to eat. Yeah. One thing I can always eat is French is fries. French fries. Yeah, yeah. No matter how crappy I'm feeling, yeah, if you yeah. put French fries in front of me, I'm gonna eat them. Yeah. So I like live off those at some points in my life. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I'm a big fan too, but uh, do my best not. I really to. wish it was like salad or something that I could yeah. only eat. Like, it's never salad. No, it's never something yeah. like that. Yeah. I did have a fantastic salad yesterday though. But that's kind of off point and not really. From, uh, from where? From actually uh, Jack Astor's. They oh. have a thing called a Mexican salad. It was very delicious. It had like a uh, jalapeno v- uh, vinaigrette, which was shockingly good. Nice. It's a really good salad. I wouldn't yeah. expect it from Jack Astor's. I mean, they have good other things, but hmm. yeah, let's talk more about my salad. Yeah, dude. yeah. <laughs> my phone is ringing. Uh, that's fine. No way. You're an important fellow. No, it's not no name. <laughs> Maybe it's a kidney and I just ignored it. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> if if it is if it is, they'll call my mom and then okay. she'll call me and All be right. like, "Answer your damn phone, you idiot!" Did I leave a message for a kidney? Yeah. They're just oh wait, no, he's done. Next, yeah. <laughs> you get one Seven shot if you don't answer your phone. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, F that guy. Yeah, there's a, there's a he whole, obviously doesn't care. Yeah, there's a whole like <laughs> list of people that they call me first, and if I don't answer, they call my mom, and if she doesn't answer, they call my sister. Like, right. There's like good, good. a lineup of people that they call. They make sure they get through to me because I don't answer my phone. I'm bad for that. I'm really bad for just not answering the phone. If I don't know the number, exactly. I don't it. Yeah, unless it's someone in my phone. And even if I know the number, sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> oh no. There's people I won't answer. Yeah, <laughs> no, you have nothing I wouldn't want to hear. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so your your Tonight for Tyson show this yeah. year is sold out already? Yeah, yeah, sold out in a day. Is there any way people can get tickets no. at this point? You're not doing giveaways or anything no. like that? So Unfortunately, it's completely um, sold out. Because we do it at my at my restaurant. Um, it's a small venue. Like You can wh- plug your restaurant. Oh, the 40 Public House in Grimsby. There you go. Um, <laughs> because we do it at my restaurant, it's... Uh, pub restaurant whatever you yeah, want to call smaller. it it's yeah it only fits 170 like capacity so and a hundred of those tickets are taken up every year by my friends and family like mm-hmm. you know people that have been there since the beginning so um i obviously offer it to them first and then i sell to the public so usually the public's 60 70 tickets maybe and that and to see a band like the sheepdogs in yeah. a small venue like that like that sells out in oh, a yeah. second so yeah. i mean it's unfortunate like i know I know I could have sold four or five hundred tickets this year, no problem. Uh, if even more, you know, if I dropped the price. But uh, I just like doing it at my place because it's yeah. it's for my kid. You know what I mean? It's for my family, and that's and that's my you know, it's just home to us, right, or to me. Yeah. Um, well, the so. last the last time I went was at that place in Burlington. Um, I think uh, it was Burlington. Yeah. Why is the name? Well, no, that was a big venue. That was that was four hundred people we put yeah. in that year. Yeah, um, and, but tickets were a lot cheaper for that show. But well, you yeah. weren't offering the meal. You got a meal package yeah. this year, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, when, when you do a bigger venue, because you know the bands give me their time for free, but the logistics of getting them there and and the sound and you know everything else we do still cost money. So, I mean, the ticket price is really to balance the cost plus make some money for my kids. So. I mean, when you do it at a really small venue, it's still the same cost to throw the show. So to make the, the money, we got to bump the tickets, and 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 it's a bigger band. I mean, mm-hmm. Sheepdogs are definitely. Who else is on the bill? Uh, Ascar Royals, nice. who are fantastic, yeah. and uh, Nathan McNevin, or they're just called the Silence, Silence Factory. Factory now. Yeah, yeah, they're Rock Switch winners from last year. So, 
It's it's a really good lineup. I mean, like I can get you and Drew if you want to come. I mean, yeah. I can. Um, I'm I'm gonna be in. It's next week, right? Yeah. I'm in Alberta all, right. all next week. Okay. Yeah. Well then, uh, f you. I planted that week to avoid having to. That's fine. Go to this that's, event. That's okay. <laughs> you can support me in other ways. That's true. Um, I'm not gonna give you my kidney. I don't want it. <laughs> it's probably got crystals in it. <laughs> it's not a good one. <laughs> I promise you. I mean, it's better than yours, <laughs> but it's not. I don't know how many years you get out of it before you're right back where you are. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, Plus, I'm a humongous man. I need to. Yeah, I need yeah to. it's true. You're I, a large person. You I, bumped your head coming yeah, into my room. I cannot <laughs> function on one. They would say, no, you can't give this up. You are too big. <laughs> you are too big. Do you think Tyson's going to be as big as you? He'll be as tall. He's a yeah. bean man. But he doesn't eat a whole lot, so he's yeah. super skinny. But he'll be a big, lanky, like pool noodle-looking kid eventually. Yeah. 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 I, I have a, a relative that... that doesn't have an autistic child, but like takes this young autistic guy out and goes on adventures Respite. with him. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. yeah. It gives the family a break. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and this guy is an adult at this point. I think he's twenty, twenty-one. Mm. But he's huge. Right. Like he's tall. He's Heavy. chunky. Yeah, he's yeah. just a big guy, which is strange to think about because he's got essentially the mind of a child yeah, at this yeah, point yeah. in this massive hulking body. Yeah. It's it can be scary. Yeah. I mean, you know, if they if they get upset or or have a you know, a meltdown or whatever and they're big, I mean I mean my son, you know, as kind and sweet as he is, has meltdowns. Yeah. And uh you know, I'm obviously much stronger than him at this point, but um it's part of the reason I work out so much is because I'm like I gotta stay ahead of him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I gotta be yeah. able to make sure I can No, he doesn't attack strangers you know what i mean we yeah. don't have to worry about that but he can be a little aggressive with us sometimes and i just hold his arms and tell him to calm down and he's good i uh i remember one night i was working in the radio station which is a supposedly haunted building right and it was nighttime like nine nine thirty ten. yeah and i'm walking through the hall to the kitchen right and i hear a child giggling yeah. Coming from like the walls, just somewhere in this building, there's a small child giggling in yeah. this building. I thought That's I was alone creepy. in, yeah. which is terrifying. <laughs> and then it turns out you were down in the Bigs and Bar office with Tyson. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. he's not quiet. It's weird because when you say nonverbal, people think, "Oh, he doesn't yeah. say anything." No, he's constantly mm-hmm. making noise and loudly. But he's just, uh, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We, we freaked you out. It's okay. I apologize. I got over it. Not the creepiest thing to ever happen to me in that building. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to know what the worst is. Yeah, right. it, it's uh, it's an interesting place, and I'm the only one that's ever there at two in the morning. Yeah, you get the the late shifts there, guarding the board, and yep. make sure everything runs smooth. Yeah, yeah, no, it's, it's uh, I've slept there a few times. Me too. Yeah, so yeah. One I, time, I, I one, seen one time, I got in a fight with my ex girlfriend at her house. Oh, okay. And I had wine, so I was like, oh, I can't drive home, and I walked to the radio station slept. and slept there. Yeah. People, news reader got there in the morning. She's like, why are you here? <laughs> I'm not going to explain the reasons why I slept there a few times, but, <laughs> but I have. I, have. Yeah, I didn't see any ghosts. That's the point no. of the story. No yeah. ghosts. I slept on the, the, the couch in, the, in your couch. office. Yeah, that's yeah. where I sleep, too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> not, that's not bad, actually. Yeah, it was... Uh, a little chilly. I wish I had a blanket. Brief, briefly, the uh, nerd play offices. Yeah, it was that, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. My blood pressure is going off on the machine. See what it's at. You have bad blood pressure? Sometimes. Sometimes on the machine. 109 over 72 um, for anyone that that's interested. Well, 120 over 80 is, like, good. So you're not that far off. No, it's a little high now. Now it's at 144 over wow. 87. It kind of fluctuates. It's usually low when I'm okay. on the machine. All right. I've gotten to this point where I can tell what my blood pressure is going to be based on how I feel. Really? Yeah, because I've had... 
um, my treatments have changed so much over the years because my renal function has changed. Yeah. So at one point, they were taking a lot of fluids off me. Yeah. And I was still like peeing and making my own and everything like that. So I was getting all the fluids off me and then I'd go on the machine and then the nurse would take more off anyway. Yeah. And when that happened, my um, blood pressure would crash and go super low. And I was having, it was when I was in college and uh, I was having like, like, I have like fainting spells. Like I was, I was, I was in school for film and television and we were on a film set and I was standing and just like, like oh. fell straight back, scared the crap out of you did all the trust of my. Game, but yeah, there was basically, no one there to catch basically, you. Yeah, yeah. scared the crap out of all of my uh, stu- yeah, fellow students and <laughs> yeah. teachers. Yeah. And then uh, when they weren't taking fluids off, and then suddenly they needed to, and I was fluid overloaded, my blood pressure would skyrocket, and then I was having like splitting migraines that yeah. would kill me. Like yeah, I was yeah. completely non-functional. Like had to be in my sister's dark basement. Jesus. Under a blanket, like that was probably the worst it ever yeah, got. Was the yeah, migraines? Yeah. They were like crippling. That was right before I had a kidney transplant, actually. So okay. that wasn't very long. Yeah. yeah. Migraines are no joke. No, they're feel for people, man. That's yeah, terrible. the people that like, oh, well, when they get a headache and, and complain about them having a migraine, it's like you don't have a no, migraine. You don't know what it is. If you like. had a migraine, you yeah. wouldn't be here right now. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's not good. Uh, so, do you have anything? To to plug, you can't plug your show since you sold, oh, sold out. out. I mean, uh, Biggs and Bar Show Monday to Friday, yep. six to ten a.m. on uh, ninety-seven-seven. Um, the restaurant, the Forty Public House in Grimsby. Come by, we got great food. Uh, Twitter and Instagram. Sure, uh, Chris Biggs Radio is the Instagram. Chris underscore Biggs underscore Radio, and uh, I don't really. Do, I'm not. I'm You're not, not a tweeter Twitter anymore, yeah. man. Yeah, me neither. I I used to use it a lot. Me too. And I don't at all anymore. I I said a lot of things like you know I used to do jokes and try yeah. to write funny stuff on Twitter all the time and I just I don't it's just not and then became a hassle yeah. and then no one cared anymore like That's when you used to do a tweet like you'd do it for in our job to get attention to your yeah. job so you want to see that you're getting it's not for an ego. I don't think it's, people it's, are using Twitter no, as much anymore. No, I don't anymore. think they are. No, I, don't think, I really don't think they are. I mean, there's always that hard group of like hardcore Twitter folk that. But I mean, like you throw something out there funny, and you get a whole bunch of retweets and likes and stuff. And now it's just like, eh, two. Like, so why am I putting it here? Yeah. If no one's seen it or caring. Yeah, I very rarely use it anymore. I still use Facebook for basically like what you. I just post one-liners. Like I post jokes and funny thoughts, and sometimes the odd like movie review. Yeah. Speaking of which, did you? We'll go back to our nerd play days for a second. Did you see Kong yet? No, I haven't seen Kong. We were talking about that I the other day. I chose to see Goon instead because Kong was Goon 2, the hockey one. Yeah. With, uh, Sean William Scott. It wasn't very good. Yeah. <laughs> see, that's, 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 that's the dynamic we have. I was going to say Stifler, but yeah. that's good enough. Because uh, I really like the first Goon as a Canadian, mostly a Canadian movie, I think. Yeah. It was mostly, it was Jay Barishaw good. makes those, yeah. right? This one, not as eh. Not as good? Eh. Uh, I did see both Dave Chappelle stand-up specials. Yeah, I Netflix. started watching them and I, I was too Tremendous. tired and couldn't finish. Are they both great? Oh. What I saw was very good as a stand-up guy yourself yeah uh he's uh, back man a real like, stand-up guy well i mean you know what i mean, <laughs> yeah, I know what meant. He, um, <laughs> i'm just a fan of stand-up i haven't had the, the balls to try it yet but he uh he looks good yeah you know what i mean like he hasn't and i don't mean physically i mean like well, i do but not like he's hot i mean <laughs> he's not a very attractive man but he uh <laughs> he like he looks solid yeah 
Like he was kind of, you know, after the whole show fell through, and then you'd see him in places. He'd pop up and in an appearance here. You know, he's like, eh, he's not really, yeah, he's not. Heart's not in it again. But, but I mean, like he's both hours are tremendous, yeah. um, unapologetic, yeah. like dark. Well, They're great. They're really good. Really what they good. what they say when the U.S. government started going to shit? Stand-up comedy and punk music are about yeah. to get really, really good. <laughs> yeah, and then yeah. sure enough, yeah, uh, Chappelle, but, but Chappelle came back because he actually recorded these a while ago. Yeah. They were on a shelf, and mm-hmm. somebody offered him sixty million for him. So he just said, "Okay," and you know, that'll do it. Put him out there, <laughs> but uh, no, it's he, he's 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 back, and I yeah. hope I hope he puts these out. Is he touring at all? Yeah, he's well, he's doing some like surprise shows here and there right now. I don't know if he's doing a full tour. I mean, like once he put out a spot, but he might have. He probably has a whole new bunch of material because these were done a, f- a year yeah. ago, I think. Or yeah, he's one of those. Guys that can easily do an hour a year. Him and Louis C.K., yeah. man. Those are my boys. Yeah. Like, uh, I saw Louis C.K. a couple of months ago. It was great. Yeah. he's. Uh, I've, yeah, I saw him the f- well, not this time he was in, in the mm. area, but the time before that. And uh, he was working on stuff. I, I love – a lot of people go to a stand-up show and they don't like watching comedians working through yeah, their material. Yeah, I, I love seeing the new stuff. But I want to see him. I yeah. want to see the process. Same. I'm so fascinated by Same. it. But we're like real stand-up fans. Yeah. Whereas like, you know, some people are just, oh, well, make me laugh, yeah. monkey. Some you know people what I mean? just really like Dan Cook and they go to see the jokes <laughs> yeah. that they know. Yeah. Where <laughs> yeah. I, I want to see the craft. Like, I'm yeah. really interested in the in the art of it, you know. So, um, yeah, you got to get me out one day, man. Yeah. I, you're always welcome to come and perform at uh, the Geekery Nights. Yeah, maybe I'll try. Yeah. Which uh, It's just writing. It's just getting the time to actually yeah. physically, you know. Like if you need me to riff, any sort of improv show, yeah, I'm there no problem. Like I can riff all night, but but that's not what stand up is. Stand up mm-hmm. is uh, prepared. Yeah, it's the art of it's the mastery of of humor, and it's uh, it's I, I don't want to half ass it. You know, yeah. I feel like I'm insulting the genre. You know? No. So, mm. anyway. Yeah. Speaking of uh, stand up, I'll throw in my plugs. Yeah, quickly. plug your stuff. Um, Way more important than mine. <laughs> our uh, talk nerdy to me show at the Geekery is this Saturday, the twenty fifth with headliner Mark Matthews, who is also a kidney transplant recipient. Okay, sweet. He, he runs the uh, the Comedy for Kidneys event every year in Niagara at yeah. the Greg Freeman Theater. Uh, I'm doing a guest spot at Showtime the weekend of the 14th and the 15th with uh, headliner Gilson Lubin, and then Niagara's Top Comic in April will be a series of weeks in April that you'll see me on hopefully more than one. Yeah, <laughs> hopefully you get past the first one. Yeah, I mean. yeah. You got any good competition in Niagara? Or? Yeah, there's a couple yeah, of couple. great comics. I came in second at the last uh, Showtime Showcase. I lost by six votes to Mark Calagero, okay. who is going to be at uh, Geekery Show this weekend. And uh, I actually, I, I never mind losing to him because he's, he's hilarious. that good, is he? Yeah. He's, he's great. He yeah. was the last time they did Niagara's Top Comic, he won. Okay. Which was a couple years ago. They haven't done it since uh, Showtime opened, but I think they're going to. Start doing it more often again, yeah. which is fun. Cause I'll those, swing by. Let me know when it's going. Yeah, down. it's it, it's uh, three weeks in April are the 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 first round, and then there's a semifinals and a finals in May, I think. So yeah. Well, good luck to you. Well, thank you, young man. Thank you very much. Thank you for you coming bring out. Your machine on stage. Yeah, I mean, that would get it's, sympathy votes at least. It's heavy. It's on wheels. If I had a ramp or something, <laughs> I could. <laughs> that would be amazing. <laughs> that would be. I when I was younger, I used to. I I was very close to trying to do stand up. I really wanted to bring a couch on stage and just lie on my face on the couch and do the entire routine from just lying, you know, what I mean? like the mic like shoved underneath and just yeah. like, you know, the most deadpan. Yeah. I thought that would be funny, but then it becomes a shtick and then you're stuck in that and I don't want to do that. But I mean, I thought what a great I love, what a great prop. I'm I love like alternative comedy like that. Yeah, like yeah. just think of the weird things that like some people 
wouldn't find funny, but the people that do just they like like my I I have a one friend that's a comic, um, and he's like. He's a pretty tough-looking guy. He's got face tattoos. Right. He went to jail. Okay. Like, he's got lots of jokes about going to jail. And he was in a contest, and he um, had some sort of dispute with the promoter and didn't want to do a set, but had to. And he went up on stage, and acapella sang every word to a Dixie Chicks song, just and just stone face stood on the stage and that's performed amazing. a yeah. Dixie Chicks yeah. song, and then walked off stage. And yeah. you told me this is like that's funnier than any set you've ever done. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. you're a funny person, yeah, yeah. but that's hilarious. Yeah, yeah. The audience might have been stuff. confused, but I would have been laughing my ass sometimes off. Sometimes you got to do it just for you. Yeah, you know, like yeah. even on on the radio, like sometimes we'll do a bit and we'll be like, nobody got why we were laughing so hard at that, but because it's so inside. But I mean, see, it's, uh, you got to do it. Sometimes. Some of them though, like the ones you don't expect, like. Like the Brian thing? Yeah. That yeah. comes back all the time. Yes. Yeah, if Brian is one or two syllables. Yeah, just yeah. arguing. Yeah, <laughs> we can fight about that. I refuse to admit that Brian is two syllables. Yeah. In its in its original form, yes. Because <laughs> if we still said it the same the same way you say Ryan, mm-hmm. like Brian, then of course that's two syllables. I'm not an idiot. But nobody says it that way anymore. People say Brian. Brian. <laughs> one syllable. Brian. <laughs> You can't you can't argue that. Yeah. I don't care what the f- you know you you language purists want to you know <laughs> we used to say art thou and fort and all that nonsense too but language evolves. Brian is now is one syllable word because <laughs> nobody says Brian. Everyone says Brian. Do Jason and Jamie both argue like you're the only one? Yeah, on I'm that the side? only one. Yeah. yeah, there's that argument. There's also the argument that I think food doesn't taste its flavor when you heat it up or change its flavor when you heat it up. <laughs> I think it's I think people are dumb. Like, like you tell me you eat cold pizza, you don't know it's pizza. Of course sure. you do. It would be blindfold pizza. It means it's the same flavor. You bunch of twits. Tell me heat. Uh, Anyways, whatever. Let's not get into radio bits. Let's just. Uh, all, you got all that plus all the poop and fart jokes you, you'll want. We're not a poop and fart <laughs> show, man. I hate I that know. people say that. Sure, we'll talk about poops and farts, but only if it's, there's something funny about it besides the fact that it's poops and farts. <laughs> you know what I mean? I know. I'm just messing with you. Because yeah. I know it bugs you. Well, all right. Well, so um, huge, huge thanks to uh, Chris Biggs. Biggs and Bar Show on yeah, 97.7 yeah. Hits FM. Thank you to, for having me in your lovely home here with of your, course, uh, my, your, your bro. My my bro in my yeah. sketchy basement apartment in Niagara Falls. I mean, it's, it's, it's... Where's your dog? Upstairs. Oh. All right. <laughs> um, you know what? It's it's not a bad space. Like, it's mm. not a big space. No. Like, I'm not going to lie to you, but it's in, you got everything you need. Yeah. Where's do you have access to a kitchen? Yes. Okay. And uh, my my aunt actually owns the house. Oh, all right. And uh, she's an amazing cook, and she cooks for me a lot, which is oh, well, which is nice. Set. Yeah. What are you worried about? <laughs> yeah. Live it up. Yeah. I'm independent, but I also have a yeah a second mom upstairs to cook for me when I get yeah, lazy. PlayStation. Yep. Movies and yeah. All You're my good. What else, man? Please, if I could live in a space like this, I would. Yeah. I'm a cave guy. I like a time. Anyways, we're we're done. Let's yeah. let's go. All let's, right, we can and have this conversation off. Of and uh, huge thanks to the doctors, the nurses, and staff at St. Joe's Hospital in Hamilton and the Niagara Falls Dialysis and Home Hemo Units. Yep. And uh, thanks for keeping our boy alive. Yeah, and thanks to uh, Dwayne the Rock Johnson. What did he do? I don't know. He's just a cool guy. He's pretty popular right now. Yeah, he? but I feel like if I keep thanking him, maybe he'll. You think eventually acknowledge you? Yeah. All right. I mean, <laughs> that's all I want from life. Just to get, just to get acknowledgement to a, from the rock. Just a head, uh, yeah, like a, yeah, like yeah. a retweet or something. Yeah, like just like that's amazing. Just to let me know he's that nice he's guy. thinking he about me. Like really he does nice seem guy. like a pretty like like mm-hmm. of all the celebrities in the world, I think he's probably 
one of the ones that would be fun to meet. Yeah, I think it would be a great, yeah. great time. Just to hang out with. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So, thanks to, to The Rock. Okay, just right. for being you, sir. Yeah, all right, that's Doing it. really well there. <laughs> thanks. Get you a kidney. Just rip it out of somebody. <laughs> okay, we're done, right? Yeah. All right. <laughs>